You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. And now, a message from Cyberbit. Mastering cybersecurity is like mastering a sport. You build muscle memory through rigorous practice. Then you train as a team to foster cohesion while operating under pressure. Like athletes, cybersecurity professionals thrive on hands-on simulation. But traditional courses, certifications, and open-source labs won't build you a winning team. You need Cyberbit. Cyberbit offers a hyper-realistic simulation environment for your SOC, IR, and C-suite to refine your skills. All using the market-leading SIMs, EDRs, firewalls, and WAFs they use every day. Cyberbit is offering CyberWire listeners a free live-fire exercise. Sign up your team now at cyberbit.com slash cyberwire. Hamas appears to have improved its cyber attack capabilities. Egypt is believed to be ramping up internet surveillance. ISIS sympathizers are being targeted with Android malware delivered over Telegram. The U.S. increasingly integrates cyber into kinetic military operations. Russia is suspected of hacking the Italian foreign ministry. And in industry news, RSA opens in San Francisco with the annual Innovation Sandbox. I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Monday, February 13, 2017. Some state conflicts surfaced in cyberspace late last week and over the weekend. Palo Alto Networks reports an increase in activity on the part of the Hamas-associated Gaza cyber gang. Phishing campaigns aim at installing spyware in victim computers. The targets are in Israel and various Arab countries. Palo Alto characterizes the campaign's technical sophistication as relatively high. As so often happens, the attackers inadvertently aroused suspicions with poor proofreading. ISIS sympathizers are being targeted by Android malware delivered over one of the caliphate's preferred social media, Telegram. The first stage of infection aims at privilege escalation. Subsequent stages vary, apparently, with the attacker's intentions. There's no attribution, but it's also no secret that ISIS's opponents are actively targeting the group. The U.S. Air Force reported to Congress last week on cyber combat operations. Air Force Vice Chief of Staff General Stephen Wilson, in a written report to the U.S. House and Senate Armed Services Committees, said, quote, The Air Force conducted 4,000 cyber missions against more than 100,000 targets, disrupting adversaries and enabling over 200 high-value individual kill-capture missions, end quote. This is consistent with a broader trend toward full integration of cyber with other military operations by all the American services. Some observers perceive an increase in the Egyptian government's online surveillance and traffic interception efforts. Their conclusions or suspicions are that such efforts are principally driven by domestic security concerns. Sources close to the Italian government tell The Guardian and Reuters that Italy's foreign ministry sustained a four-months-long cyber attack in 2016. Non-classified systems were successfully penetrated. Classified systems are said to have resisted compromise. The Russian government is suspected of responsibility, which will surprise few. The CyberWire, of course, is out at RSA 2017, where the highlight of the conference's first day is the annual Innovation Sandbox. 
a kind of security startup Olympics. The Innovation Sandbox seeks to select the year's most innovative information security companies and products. RSA solicits applications and receives a lot of them, and then selects 10 finalists to compete before the judges at this annual San Francisco conference. The final presentations are underway. We expect the judges to announce the winner at 4 30 Pacific time today. The past winners include some impressive names. Sourcefire took the prize at the first sandbox back in 2005. They won for their suite of enterprise threat management solutions from next generation security platform through advanced malware protection. This Maryland born unicorn was bought by Cisco in 2013 for $2.7 billion. Imperva, activity monitoring, protection, and risk management specialist, won in 2006. Their 2011 IPO raised $90 million. Yagi Security Systems was, according to RSA, the inventor of behavior based blocking technology in the form of a hardware based computer security solution. They had raised an additional $2.8 million in capital within a year of winning in 2007, and in 2011 they exited in an acquisition by CUP. In 2009, Alert Enterprise won for its pioneering work in the convergence of logical and physical security. They raised $27 million in two rounds of venture funding after taking top honors at RSA. Altor, 2010's winner, took the prize for virtualization and cloud security solutions. After raising $16 million in two venture funding rounds, they were acquired that same year by Juniper Networks. 2011's winner, Invincia, was in the news last week over its acquisition by Sophos for $100 million. The work that earned them distinction has been an advanced endpoint protection that combines containerization, threat detection, and response. AppThority has continued to go strong since winning in 2012. The App Risk Management Shop has raised a total of $25.25 million in equity funding since the appearance in the sandbox. Remotium was recognized in 2013 for its BYOD enabling mobile security technology. Avast bought them in 2015. In 2014, Red Owl Analytics won for its risk oversight software solutions for compliance and investigations. They've since attracted $21.6 million in equity investment. Waratech's runtime application self protection for apps in data center, hybrid, or public clouds took the honors in 2015. Headquartered in Dublin, they continue to go strong with a North American base in Atlanta. And last year, Phantom won for its solution addressing diverse threats in complex environments and the scarcity of expert security personnel. Since winning, they've closed $13.5 million in funding from Kleiner Perkins. To make the final 10 is a pretty big deal. Any finalist over the years would be worthy of serious industry and investor attention, and this year's class is no different. The 2017 finalists are Baffle of Santa Clara, California. The company takes its mission to be making data breaches irrelevant. Their deep encryption is applied immediately and stays with the data it protects, whether the data is at rest, in motion, or in use. Cato Networks of Alpharetta, Georgia, and Tel Aviv, Israel. They offer a software defined cloud based secure enterprise network that connects branch locations, physical and cloud data centers, and mobile users in a secure, optimized network. Clarity of Tel Aviv and New York. The company provides a single, holistic, secure platform for operational technology, securing such highly valuable and highly sensitive installations as power plants and offshore rigs. 
Contrast Security of Los Altos, California. Contrast holds out the promise of self-protecting software enabled by deep security instrumentation. And Vail, too secure to really tell you where they're from, but to us they look like neighbors from Laurel around, say, the Johns Hopkins APL. And Vail offers a scalable framework whose homomorphic encryption lets enterprises work on data without ever decrypting it. Great Horn of Belmont, Massachusetts, Greathorn has an automated policy engine that comes pre-configured, ready to install to protect an enterprise from highly targeted attacks in real time, spoofed emails, homograph domain attacks, and financial fraud attempts. Redlock of Hyderabad, India, and Menlo Park, California. They offer a platform that makes enterprise security easy with a cloud-native architecture, workload behavior monitoring, and out-of-the-box policy packs and templates. Unify ID of San Francisco. They combine implicit authentication with machine learning in ways that uniquely identify you, and they promise to make remembering passwords a thing of the past. Uplevel of New York. They apply advanced data science to information culled from internal systems and external sources, and they use it to deliver automation throughout incident response. And Veriflow of San Jose, California. Veriflow delivers a solution that serves reliability. Their continuous network verification technology predicts and verifies availability and security, getting ahead of outages and vulnerabilities, whatever their source. Good luck to them all. If recent history is any guide, all ten of the finalists are companies worth watching and watching closely. Every day, your IAM tech debt grows. Your multi-generational services struggle to work together. Building an identity fabric can fix this. It makes all your identity tooling stronger and allows you to connect any app to any service you want to use. With zero coding, zero maintenance, and zero app downtime. Strata's identity orchestration platform separates the identity logic from your applications, so you can optimize existing IAM tools and manage them in a single control plane. Now, every vendor, standard, and architecture work together. In short, building your identity fabric means you can secure your non-standard apps, keep your complex access policies, retire outdated IDPs, and modernize in record time. So build your fabric with Strata Identity and get rid of tech debt for good. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire, share your identity priorities, and receive a pair of AirPods Pro. Offer valid for organizations over 5,000 employees. Connect today at strata.io slash cyberwire. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. And I'm pleased to be joined once again by Malek Ben-Salem. She's the head of R&D at Accenture Technology Labs. Uh, Malek, uh, you wanted to tell us about uh, data mining and how that may affect privacy. What do we need to know here? 
Yeah, so, so data mining is a process of identifying interesting and unknown patterns uh, and discovering new and meaningful insights from data. Uh, and with the advent of big data and the availability of uh, public databases that collect a lot of data about consumers and that sell that data to other third parties, uh, there is an in increased concern about privacy. So new data mining techniques are known as PPDM or privacy preserving data mining techniques have emerged in order to protect consumers' privacy. And those can be classified actually in, in two different approaches. One tries to hide or protect the sensitive data, the raw sensitive data itself. Uh, and other techniques tr focus on protecting the sensitive results or the outcome of the data mining process. Yeah, I was thinking, I guess this would most, uh, you know, organizations that are subject to various regulations and restrictions and so forth, because, you know, when I mm -hmm. think of data mining, mostly what I think of are, uh, uh, you know, organizations who want to know what I'm buying and, and uh, you know, what I'm clicking on on Amazon and, and things like that, who, you know, it seems to me are not at all interested in protecting my privacy when they're mining my data. Yeah, um, that is true, but I think that will change because um, a lot of the data breaches uh, have not only just a reputational cost for these organizations, but they may have a tangible cost in terms of uh, the consumers actually switching to other service providers. So it, it's in the interest of these organizations uh, we understand that they need to collect data and they need to use it in order to customize their services or personalize their services to their consumers. But they also have an interest in protecting that data if they really want to gain the trust of their clients. These techniques vary, so they're, they're not um, that sophisticated to implement. You can just uh, rely on data distribution, whether uh, horizontally or vertically, meaning that you store uh, the data you collect in different places and you may you segment that data, if we're talking about a relational database, for example, along certain columns or along certain rows so that you the data becomes distributed so that no single party has access to all of the data. Or you can use uh, there are you know new techniques based on cryptography, like secure multi-party computation, uh, that can be used also to perform uh, some of these computations on data, although a lot of uh, theoretical um, progress has been made uh, for several multi-party computational techniques. Uh, but when it comes to um, evaluating communication and co uh, computational costs, um, we haven't made uh, as much progress. All right, interesting stuff, uh, something to keep an eye on. Malek Ben Salem, thanks for joining us. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com slash cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber.
And that's the Cyberwire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. And now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, the best AI protection comes from having the best data. Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI.